All right, legends. Welcome back, dude, to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive. The guest series continues with Enemy of the Pod, local snake dipped in oil. At least while he's here, we're not, we know he's not doing anything pretty bloody weird in other circumstances. Great to have him on the pod. The one, the only... Pat Doherty. The number one guest on this podcast. You could admit that for sure. Well, it's a solo podcast, so. (laughs) (laughs) Who else else has got so much infamy comparatively to me from this podcast? No one. Freddie? Freddie gets just pure, unadulterated support and love, as does Rowan. Yep. And infamy? I'm number one. Well, I'll admit the snake thing got out of hand. (laughs) I'll admit that. Because- Here's the thing. When you start doing a podcast, mm. you don't realize people are going to listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. And that was- Or the- if, in my case, when I've started podcasts, people just continue to not listen. Well, let's say hypothetically you start a podcast and you've sort of got a natural flair and charisma that people really are drawn to. Uh-huh. And, you know, some of the better, some of the better hair we've seen this side of the bridge. Uh-huh. AKA yours truly. Okay. So- you know, in the early days, I was running a little bit wild with my mouth. And, you know, you were on the scene at the time. Some of your actions I personally didn't particularly care for. And so then I'm, I'm sort of just running my mouth. And we're all having a bit of a fun. It's like an inside joke. It's like a fun inside joke that Pat Doherty is a piece of shit. <laughs> Likening him to some sort of a reptile. I think one time I legitimately said you beat up an orphan. Yeah, look, I, I don't like when when you reveal the truth on the podcast. I think that's out of line. And that orphan had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this, mate. I did want to start the episode by yeah. saying this. Obviously, the thing is, the joke on the podcast has been that you are a snake and, you know, a real, a real less than human being. And so, when you come to open my shows... A lot of people, majority of people, mm. are booing and hissing at you. True. And it's been, I think it was last year where I was like, oh, this might have gone too far. <laughs> I tell you what this is like, though, because it's different now. And you, you. Well, that's what I wanted to say. I think the boos are starting to get, they're still there. They're, 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 there's echoes of boos. They're, I think the boos are starting to get less. There what, are. What, what is your personal experience with that? Now, my personal experience with this bill is. Look, I'll take it back two steps. You know that I'm a bit of a connoisseur of the arts. Continue. Would would you agree with that? I'll roll with that. Okay, great. And the arts includes things, visual arts, painting, comedy, of course, at the the top. All mediums. All all mediums. One of those mediums uh, included would be the, the sacred art of film. Okay. Okay, stay with me here. All right. I'm desperately trying to. Now, listen, you're a big fan of Russell Crowe. Yep. You are. I know you've said this previously. Yep. And what's one of his greatest works? I mean, how much time do you have? Exactly. The list goes on, but at the very top, I would say Gladiator. I would agree with that. Right. Now, there are some scenes in Gladiator where, where Russell Crowe, as the gladi- Gladiator, walks out into the into the Coliseum. Coliseum. Initially, they don't like him. Mm-hmm. They're not mad about him. They want to see him eaten by the lions and the tigers and the such, the various animals. But he gets their respect, doesn't he? By weathering the storm. Is Ex- that what you're saying? Exactly Are you right. saying that you've weathered the storm? I've weathered the storm, dude. I've killed the jaguar. 
you know. Okay. I've slayed the elephant. Okay. You know, the various Parisian, or not Parisian, like, uh, I don't know. Some Roman. Sort of Roman. Yeah, the Roman athletes that have been put in front of me. I love that you went Slain. in on this gladiator thing, but you clearly <laughs> have no idea about the film. <laughs> you're, you're like, he's in that thing. What is it again? The Colosseum. I'm getting it confused with like a, like some like animated film that he's done. You, you know think he's I mean? at like Bankwest Stadium with Parisian animals? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like, it's a rabbit. There's a rabbit involved somehow. Yeah. But, but anyway, I, the I next do- time I open for you, I'm literally going to do that thing. I'm going to just like grab sand off the ground, you know, or br- I'll probably have to bring some with me if I'm, if I'm going to be I truthful. do not often play beach venues. You don't play beach venues, which I think is, I think you miss it. I think you're leaving money on the table. It's something we're looking at. <laughs> I'm going to just drop the sand. I'll go, are you not entertained? You know what I mean, dude? Yeah, 100%. I'm telling you right now, standing ovation. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? I've actually got it. I've got it very publicly documented. One of the boos. One of the, the oh, earliest yeah, I've, boos. I've got the video of the the time it was really bad, I think. I think I posted it. The internet has seen this. Oh, massively, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, people are starting to respect the fact that you know, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of someone where it's like, you know, s- someone who hasn't really done anything in particular to change people's minds, but it's just getting to the point where you just think, well, fuck, he's still here. Mm, that's true. That's, I, I guess- think now it's like sort of, it's been a, a two or three years now where they're going, well, this bloke's still coming out regardless. Yeah. You're saying that I've been grandfathered in. I think I think people are starting to respect your persistence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm I'm nothing if not persistent. I think so. You know what I mean? But I think I think they're also sort of going like they've they've seen you a couple of times. You know, you've just come off the back of a successful tour. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people say we saw you last year. I think. I mean, you saw Billy Darcy last year. What I've evolved into since then. Yeah, what, what would you describe it as? I mean, it's- The man has arches. Is that what you're telling me now? The man doesn't have flat feet? No, I've still got flat feet, but I'm just saying Some that- of the flattest, if not the flattest in uh, Australia. I mean, you, you, dude, you saw me a year ago. Mm-hmm. I would argue you could get a coffee with me on Monday. Mm. Wednesday that same week, I run into you. I'm basically a new person. You're a new man. I'm a new man. I, I evolve like that. I, I transform upwards. Yeah, right. You're on a spiral upwards. This is what, you, this is what you're saying to me. You're evolving. You, you, you were once a Charamanda. Now you're a Charizard or however the fuck it works. You love that kind of stuff, right? I do. And I know it's Charmanda, not Charamanda. What? <laughs> Your confidence going in on references you know nothing about is unbelievable. It's high. It's high. It's high. But I appreciate that. And I think that's the sort of enthusiasm. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That right there was directionless, what you just did. But you came at it with good energy. You're mm-hmm. saying Charamander. And, and, and through it, I can tell that while you don't necessarily have the knowledge required to pull that off, yeah. your heart's in the right place. Now, this is the thing. I'm, I, if I was a rugby league player, I would be a flick pass guy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, so you so would. I and, would be a flick pass guy. Do you, to, do you know what? Once what? a season, it fucking comes it off. Pulls, yeah, it once a season, off. round 11. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. It's Late. The, the team has been like pretty decimated early on. But then I'm the kind of guy that I, I bring that flick pass in. We win by because of that try. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, and then oh, yeah. everything lifts from there. You know, all of a sudden we become minor premiers. Yep. You know, and then also that we at one, least make the eight. That one flashy highlight is enough to get you another contract. That's going to get me signed, sealed, and delivered for at least a one-year extension. One hundred percent. And then I'm off to England to finish off my NRL career. Oh yeah. The then Super you League. secure the bag. Yeah. Playing for the Warrington <laughs> Warrington Wolves. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Dude, in, I always think... In front of a very eager 800 people. Oh, 100%, yeah. dude. Yeah. But, uh, dude, Warrington. Warrington's a hard rugby league town. Warrington is actually the town where I famously got headbutted in England. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the dance floor? On the dance floor, yeah. Wow. I think... I don't know if I... I guess I've told this story probably yeah. on the podcast before. I've, I've not heard it. Can you indulge me a little bit? Because give me give me this the scene, what's happened here. This is a young Billy Darcy. What? How old are you? At that time? I'm 19. 19. So, arguably, you're coming up to your prime. I'm 19. I'm living in Manchester. Yeah. And I'm like, nine parts energy, one mm-hmm. part sense. Yeah, exactly. I think at this point, I'm probably like, seven parts energy, three parts sense. You're building up. I'm building in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. You've got your you've got your high school degree. Yeah. So, there's a little bit rolling around the dome. A little bit rolling around the dome. Yeah. So, but you're excited. The world's your oyster. You found yourself on a dance floor. Basically, all that happened is, it's not like the craziest story. Like, I just ran into a bloke who wasn't messing around (laughs) and I fucking thought he was. So, basically, I was like, I think I was kissing this girl or- Okay, this is is where the lies come in. Or talking to her at the very least. Absolutely. You saw a woman across the dance floor. No, I think I was dancing with this girl and then this guy came over and just sort of Nudge me out of the way. He's barged you now. Are we talking just the elbow or he's got the shoulder in? Little hip and shoulder it's number. a little hip and shoulder. So he's meaning business. And you got to keep in mind, I'm 19, but I hit puberty at like 23. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I don't have the same aura yeah. I have about me now. Couldn't grow a beard back then. Think I'd maybe six confirmed roots across my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Spaced out. You light on your feet. Light on my feet. Still wearing the orthotics back then. So yeah. the, the, the... The arch support's present. The arch support is there. And... uh Posture's a little bit better, but I tell you what, like I'm just so pissed. Like I'm just like a, such a headless chook when I'm pissed at 19. Dude, all I can see is your younger brother's face. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you're just describing Dude, I'm 19, <laughs> I look like I'm 12 and I'm absolutely out to lunch. Yeah, love that. Anyway, so this guy's given me a bit of a hip and shoulder. Mm-hmm. You've absolutely <laughs> sailed across the room. Oh, I fucking felt it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll so tell you- So three hours later, you find your way back? No, no, no. So- <laughs> I tell you what, I, I I wasn't taking any bloody protein back then. I was slight, you know. Didn't have a lot of mass on me. I wasn't taking any protein, but I tell you what, I also wasn't taking any shit. Okay. <laughs> so I'm literally just out to lunch. Piss. This guy. This guy is bigger than me, but also harder than me. He's seen some stuff. He's got like. He's probably like. Now that I'm thinking about it, he's. I think he looks like he's 32. Mm-hmm. But through my 19-year-old eyes, he's probably about 25, but he was he was chavvy. Yeah, yeah. Gold chain, skinhead, uh-huh. white guy. Yeah, yeah. Just looked poor. Yeah, yeah. Looked po- looked he, like he needed this more than I did. Yeah, he had the desperation about him. He's from the estates. He may have seen the inside of a prison. Oh, dude. Meanwhile, I've just got a text from my dad. He sent me another $1,000. I'm like, fucking come on, lads. <laughs> four- so you're revved up, mate. Oh, dude, it's four more vodka raspberries and, and no excuses, you know? So anyway, he's given me a bit of a hip and shoulder and I've gone, what the fuck? And sort of pushed him. Oh, I like that. And I'm thinking, mate, at this point, you know, this was commonplace for me back then. If someone, like, I would just get so pissed and like, if I just got in some situation, like, I don't know, like, I'm kind of like, seem to avoid the consequences I so thoroughly deserve. Oh, I've said that for years. In these situations. Absolutely. The fact I've only been flogged, well... I mean, technically twice if you count this headbutt, but really, I've only been flogged once in my life. Was that the Scottish incident, Wharfie? Or no, am I thinking about another mate? No, nah, he was like African-American, this guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, buddy. That's a separate story. But anyway, 
So he's giving me a hip and shoulder. I've gone, I pushed him and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then he just grabbed me by the neck and just headbutted me on the nose. And I got to say, I was so pissed. Like I didn't even really feel it. I've got two questions for you here at this point. Okay. Number one. So going into this with your approach, were you thinking sort of the louder and more animated I will be now might save me a bit of... No, no, no. See, no, I'm not even thinking. There is no right. thought process. I'm not tough. I'm not hard. So this I'm is not, your flick pass. This is no, what you're saying to I'm me. not even thinking I'm hard. I'm not thinking I'm soft. There's like, I'm just completely stream of consciousness pissed. Mm -hmm. You're riffing. Yeah. And then one of my mass, like a bloke from the cricket club I played at was huge. Oh, so you had a bit of confidence behind oh, you. Oh, I had, I had an absolute bopper over my right shoulder. Yeah. So that might've, uh, yeah, that might've revved me up a little bit as well. But uh, anyway, so basically I just got head butted. My huge mate stepped in. Um, Did he you know, dust him up? No, not at all. No, no, no. Oh, so, but it was an even fight or what happened? Or just fizzled? No, he was just like. No more. Like, oh, right. to, to this, like, this bloke would have just absolutely... He, he could have done the dishes with my limp carcass, you know? <laughs> this guy had me covered. Don't you worry about that. But yeah, it was just like... It was just me being an absolute fuckwit and just uh, getting what I deserved. Yeah. It's and so funny that you say that you, you evolve comedically, which I agree with. But as a human being in general, it sounds like you're very much in that place. Nah, dude. I reckon I'm... Nah, I reckon I've gone pretty good. <laughs> I reckon I started, I reckon I hit my stride at about 25. Oh, yeah? I just think, yeah, it did take me a while. From like 19 to 22, 23 was just a bit of living that life a bit too much. Sure, 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 no, sure. And I'm saying not like I'm bashing guys or even like fighting anyone. I'm just saying, or even getting in fights. Like I actually never get in fights. The, but you've I'm just come saying, in with a lot of alpha energy here. You, you know, no, you're talking about the fights you've been in. No, see, I don't want to paint that picture because it's a lie that- <laughs> Whereas no. I'm famously just one of the most docile guys. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're just talking about violence. No, no. But I was just saying that I was just a headless chook. <laughs> no, there was no... If any, if, if there was only, the only violence was me receiving it deservedly. <laughs> there's, no, there's no violence. You know, my official record... I actually don't count that. Yeah. I don't too, count that headbutt as a fight. That's almost a no contest. No, my official record is 0 and one. It's all. I've and only one. been in one fight in my life. I got the shit beaten out of me very briefly for about thirty seconds. Mm -hmm. Ate about seven punches like a gentleman. Yep. I Beautiful. thought it was a schnitty deal, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware. You had the left right combo. Well, man, I'm chewing away, thinking, "Fuck, I wouldn't mind some gravy," and then I realise it's actually this bloke's fist. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've woken up with a full belly and just gone. I'm not going to try get that deal out, again. But I just had like blood coming out of my mouth and stuff. Oh, jeez Louise. It was fine. It was honestly fine. But anyway, uh, and also, again, deserved. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Deserved. Like there's no uh, unjust moments in these stories. Yeah. I can't see you very much as um, if I use a medieval sort of like analogy. You're not You're not like a, a, a knight in shining armor. No, I'm a court jester. Yeah, you're a court jester. And you know what? Everybody loves the court jester. And, and, and then when the king goes, hey, we actually don't love you anymore. Yeah. That's you just cop the punishment, you know. You have to cop it. You got to cop it because you've been able to. You've been ragging on the prince. You've been ragging on, you know, the queen. You've had your fun. So yeah. once once it's time to put your head down on the what's that thing that just cuts your head off? Guillotine. Guillotine. You just have to lie down and just get that blade to the back of the neck. Had a good run. You had a great run. But dude, speaking of kings and queens and that, I actually wanted to bring this up with you. Okay. Because you're sort of one of these guys. Like you always sort of find yourself in kind of weird. Fun situations. I'm always, I, I always, sometimes I just, reality hits me sometimes, you know, probably twice a week and I go, how did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. This is the sort of stuff I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So the other, the other, I guess it's a couple of months ago now, we're in winter, but you went, you went down to the beach for a bit of a run. Oh yeah. 
and you end up hanging out with Rita Ora. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you kind of you spoiled it here, but I'll give you the yarn. No, because like, well, I don't want to just say, oh, this guy went for a walk at the beach. I can't believe what happened next. Well, like, I was trying to build it up and everything. But yeah, it, those those situations definitely happen to me all the time. But it's not like I look for them. It's just like I've, no, I sort I of know. run parallel to them or something like that. And then I occasionally, I, I put my head into the other stream and I go, oh my God, what the, <laughs> what the fuck's happening over here, you know? Yeah, well. Yeah. Dude, that was, I was taking a run as I'm known to do athlete, obviously. And, uh, and I found myself down at Bronte at the end of my run. And uh, I go down onto the sand and I see this bloke, Ryan Morgan, actor, all around great guy. So, hang on. Are you name dropping on the way to Rita Ora? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. See, this is, this is, this is an entree. This feels- That's your spring roll. How did that taste? <laughs> <laughs> That's your spring roll. That's your spring roll. Actor Ryan Morgan is your spring roll. <laughs> that always goes down smooth. Oh, man. You got to say no to a spring roll? I personally am not complaining. Absolutely. Absolutely right. So I've seen, I've seen spring roll Ryan Morgan right there. And we're good friends, I would say. Brag it up. Um, you know, have I been over to his house over four times? Yes. Wow. Has he been to my house? No. But was that on purpose? Yes. Boundaries. Exactly. You've I appreciate that. you got to set him. Mate, because the thing with Ryan Morgan is he's a sort of bloke. You inv- I've never met him. You've never met him. But I'm going to say that if you invite Ryan Morgan into your home, uh-huh. this bloke just won't fucking leave. He's not going to go. He's not going to. You know what these nah. actors are like, especially in Australia, mate? Mm. They've got no money. <laughs> <laughs> They've got no money. They've got no work. If I tell you, if you invite an actor to your house in Australia, yeah. you better have bladed weapons ready to get them to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because last, time, last time I had an actor in my house or the last time I was a, around at Brian Brown. I don't know if you've ever heard about Brian Brown. We sort of hung around a little bit together. And, uh, mate, months. Yeah. That- stuck there, stuck around for months. And he's an established actor. Well, and here's the With thing. With a family. You go, Brian, three mate, children. You, you've been on my couch for three months. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, Bill, I've got an audition coming up. Yeah. I'm about to be in Jurassic World. <laughs> that's Sam Neill. <laughs> oh, but that's Brian Brown, baby. <laughs> In, in my head, all actors have vaguely British accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he kept going, I'm about to voice a, a, a swan for New Zealand Air. And I went, all right, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. You just keep eating my bread. Yeah. <laughs> That's only swan activities. Dude. <laughs> anyway, so I see Ryan Morgan, right? Okay. And uh, and I noticed, he, like, like I said, he's an actor and he's usually very charismatic. You know, he's the life of the party. Yep. As actors tend to be, right? Oh, yeah. You know, they've got to let you know they're there. They've got away with words. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but I notice he's, he's quite sheepish, shy, some would say. Wow. As they do tend to say amongst themselves, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going, okay, that's a little bit weird. Whatever. I've got a, I got a, off, I got a um, what do you call it? A dolphin rush. I've just gone for exercise. Runner's high. I've got the runner's high, scientifically mm-hmm. proven. And uh, so I think, whatever, here, here we go. I'm in the red speedos. Lily's tied up, my dog. Just for context, so you know she's a dog tied up. I've dived into the water. <laughs> Wait, so we're into sort of a biathlon type thing here. Well, no, no, no. I'm not going for a, uh, this. is a bit of a refresher. Oh, okay. This is a treat for myself after the exercise. Oh, okay. And as you fam- famously say, work before treats. Missions before Missions treats. Missions before treats. I love that saying. Missions before treats. My dad always says that. Yeah. He loves it. And I love it too. Is that of Mr. Darcy? Oh, mate. Mr. Darcy smashed Missions before treats into us when we were growing up. Really? Fucking oath. 
Wow. I think it's the best thing ever. I totally agree. Missions Before Treats is literally the only thing keeping me <laughs> on the ledge of like just living an absolutely hedonistic lifestyle. <laughs> that is so true, dude. Dude, because you, you do have it. When I think about I, you, mate, I go, he has it together, but barely. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like three pieces of sticky tape keeping this thing moving forward. Yeah, dude, what I like... When it's I, what, literally your Ugg boots. Sometimes if I think you take your Ugg boots off, I go, he's just going to fall into a puddle. Oh, dude. You know? But one, he's got a bit of structure, a bit of warmth. Oh, dude, 100%. Yeah. That's why I love like... That's why I love like, how like UFC is on Sundays because like, mm. especially like if I've done gigs all week or if I've done a couple weekend gigs... Yeah. Dude, I hit that Sunday. Yeah. Like it owes me money. Yeah. Like okay. I'm, we go. I'm blazing it. I'm having beers from like 11. I'm gambling my fucking face off. Yeah. Like, and I've been there and I've seen it. And I've witnessed the, it. And here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. That as an isolated incident. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we do have a few problems. As someone who has completed their missions throughout the week and now on the Lord's Day mm. is now enjoying his treats. As you should. As you should. As you should. As you should. And look. You do it. You do it well. I've seen you enjoying your treats. And it's... <laughs> you do it in a way that only a person that has accomplished missions can enjoy treats. Oh, dude. That's why I'm loving... Um, I've been loving, like, touring on the weekends. Yeah. So, we're, we're, you were just in Melbourne. No, you were just... You were all over the place. I was all over. Oh, dude, I was away, like, for, like, every weekend for, like, seven weekends. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. You, I do an hour on a stage... Then I get off. Mm. Mission complete. Tick green ticks everywhere. Now it's just time for treats, baby. Yeah, and the thing is that your audience—they love to have a treat with you. It, it, you know what? It, a lot of people do. These guys are bringing me treats at this point. They're bringing you treats. They're bringing me treats. God, and that's the hospitality you want when you go into state of this fine nation. You know what I mean? You head over to WA. That's a five-hour flight, mate. Once you step off stage, if somebody's going to bring you a treat, are you going to say no? It's the least they could do. It's you the know? least they could do. Goods and services, brother. You exactly. know what I mean? That's a tax. You buy, a- you, buy, you, buy, you buy your ticket, but expect it to bring a treat to the great man. Well, you know, anything's appreciated. <laughs> but anyway, so you... <laughs> anyway, we're back to Rita Aura. Anyway, so dude, you're at the beach. You've had a dip. I'm, I'm, I'm presently in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So the water is, I would say, probably just up to my huge pectoral muscles. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've spun back around to have a look at the actor Ryan Morgan. And he's sort of standing, again, sheepishly ankle deep in the water. Mm-hmm. And I go, I think I yell out to him again, Ryan, you know, I'm being silly. Trust me. I'm being silly. Having it's a bit of a laugh. Well, here's the thing. Missions have been completed. Missions have been- com- It's time to have a dip and be silly. Exactly. And that's a treat for me. You know? That's a treat. <laughs> that's a little treat. Beautiful. <laughs> Maybe I spoil myself here and there, but that's a treat for me. Anyway, so uh, then I, I sort of turn over my left shoulder, aka the boulder on the left, and uh, I see what could only be described as a siren. <laughs> Maybe uh, one of those mythological mermaids. I don't know. But what I can say is that I was incorrect in those two assumptions because it was the one that only uh, the world famous and absolutely incredibly beautiful Rita Ora. Wow. Yeah. So is she just at the beach? Is she just lying there like reading a book or like are there people trying to like get to her? Is there paparazzi around? this This is sort of... When, when I realized who it was, I, the whole situation sort of changed changed around me. Do you know what I mean? I'm, 
that made me realize what was actually happening. There were paparazzi on the beach. There were How people- annoying would that be? Oh my God, dude. I mean, especially for, a- <laughs> there, there, were, there were photos taken that day. And it was like the article was um, Rita Ora's new boyfriend, Ryan Morgan. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ryan was actually just working as her assistant while she was in town doing The Voice. Oh, she was on The Voice. She was yeah. on The Voice. She was hosting The Voice. You know what I mean? And Ryan Morgan, vintage acting gig. Yeah. Not acting at all. Not acting at all. Entry level work elsewhere. A hundred percent. The be- One of the best gigs you can get as an actor is the barista. Oh, oh fucking <laughs> oath, dude. <laughs> Dude, you know when you ask some guy for a cappuccino, he's like, you know, I read for tomorrow when the war began. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, did I stutter? <laughs> I, asked, I asked for extra froth, not yeah. extra fucking chat, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to hear about that time you almost met Sam Neill in 2003. <laughs> you fucking loser. Um, this isn't coming across <laughs> aggressively to Ryan because I do love that bloke. No, no, no. I'm the biggest Ryan Morgan fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, it's an indictment on the industry. It is. That Ryan Morgan is forced to do assistant work. Oh, of course. A man of his talents. I'm telling you right now, there is there is very few people in the, uh, the, the world of acting as talented as Ryan Morgan. The man can sing. The man can dance. The man can act. The man is charming. The man can assist Rita Ora, for God's sake. The guy can do low-level administrative tasks. The, 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 I've seen the man drive a rental, rented vehicle. It's one of the best. Do they just rent vehicles to anyone? No. No, they do not. They do not. They absolutely do not. They won't do it to Brian Brown, that's for sure. No. Let me fix myself in this chair. Anyway... So do you just you just walk off or what? No, no, no. We have a moment, obviously. Wow. Yeah. You've heard it here first. I had a moment <laughs> with Rita Ora. Now this is before I'm I was with my my, my current girlfriend, the oh great Emma White, you know, also works in the arts. She's a theatre girl, right? And I'm lucky and I'm blessed. But I, I, the list could go on of how how charming and excellent she is, but I will say this. Does she hold a candle to Rita Ora? <laughs> 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 Look, M is great. Rhetorical. (laughs) I'm just saying Emma doesn't have a fucking Grammy, you know? Well, if there was one criticism of your girlfriend, Emma. I've been saying it. And I think, to be honest, mate, I think this is harsh but fair. Mm. Lovely girl. You Mm. know, I don't want to speak out of school. Very Mm. attractive. Thank you. Very talented. Love that she works in the theatre. Yep. Fantastic woman. When I go over to your house and I look at the shelf, mm, what 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 don't I you see, see? I see I see family pictures. You see family pictures. I don't see a Grammy. Exactly. You know the highest accolade a recording artist can can win. That's true. And the thing is, when you look at Rita Ora, her eyes are shiny, and at first you think, "Is that the light?" And then you realize, "No, that's the reflection of the Grammys." That she's won, just present always in her eyes. Has Rita Ora won a Grammy? I don't know, but you know what? Don't fuck this. <laughs> I was just thinking, what are even her songs? I don't know. I always think of her as a bit of a knockoff Rihanna, to be honest. And if that, <laughs> oh, dude, to be honest, me too. But <laughs> is that racist? Because they kind of look similar. I don't mean that. I just mean they're both beautifully talented people. That's what I mean. But anyway, I was about to Google if see if she has a Grammy. But you know what? We're here now. She may as well have one. Dude, I mean, also Rita Ora and Rihanna. Yeah. I'm not knocking either of them. I'm a huge fan of both. Oh, I mean, on their business acumen alone, outside of their raw talent, you've just got to give it to them. Say, look, you two are at the top of your game. 100%. <laughs> anyway, so we have our moment. Yeah. So what happens? You go over. So th- then this is when Ryan Morgan once again gets twisted into the into the yarn. We have our moment. I realized that she isn't, you know, 
an, a heavenly siren calling my name to the rocks, but in fact, Rita Ora. Yeah. And I go, hey, how you doing? I then turn to Ryan, realize what's happened. Ryan says, Pat, this is Rita. Rita, this is my friend, Pat. We say hello, la, la, la. Time slowed down a little bit, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could sort of see... Now, do you go for a handshake in this situation or is touching her sort of not on the cards? Okay, so the thing is, uh, aqua-based touching, I always... That's a no for me. Celebrity or other. For me, I've just come out of the water. No, no, we're both in the water still. Oh, you're in the water with Rita Ora. Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, that is toey. Look, I don't know what base that is. I don't know if that's halfway to first. I'll tell you what. It's not fucking home, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, it's not away. It's, it's not away either. It's not away. Yeah. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. Did you not realize it? Did you not know that? No, I thought this was on land. No, 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 no. We're both oh. submerged oh. in the Pacific <laughs> of all oceans. Like possibly the most romantic ocean on the planet. <laughs> you said it, brother. The Pacific? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if the Pacific could talk, oh. it would be singing sexual healing at that point. I'll it tell you would, that much. Yeah. Fucking oath it would, dude. Oh my god, this is this is a borderline porno yeah, in the making. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like we could both feel the sexual tension, you know. And I think Ryan yeah. could as well. And I'm not saying that he could sense danger, you know, but he could sense that there was there was a little chemistry going on. A fire was about to start burning. And oh, although yeah. she famously does go out with um, that director of Thor. Um, oh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. I could take him out physically in a fight easily, without a doubt. Dude, um, I think that guy is like... I'll I, I tell you what I love about that guy. Yeah. He's like a low-key functioning alcoholic. Oh, dude, he parties. He parties so hard. He parties so hard. He parties so hard uh, that... Uh, actually, I'm not sure if I should say the story. <laughs> well, yeah, because I know well, I know a girl that tried to go and get a photo with him at a restaurant. Really? And he wasn't rude, but he was just so hammered. Oh, really? That, like he wasn't able to like sort of deal with the interaction. Right. Okay. So my story is pretty I, similar to that. I'm not saying he's like a bad guy. I'm yeah, just saying yeah. that he fucking loves it. He loves it. And honestly, dude, I'm pretty sure he was a stand-up comedian. at the, like at the, That's how he started his career. So anybody that starts doing stand-up comedy... I'm on their side. I've always said there is nothing funnier than Iron Man 3. <laughs> he didn't do Iron Man 3. Didn't he? No, dude. He's Thor. He's only Thor. Or does he just do Thor? Yeah, he's exclusively Thor. What about the Avengers? Maybe he's probably a little bit of like, uh, what do you call that? Um, consulting, maybe? Yeah, he's in the room. He's, he's definitely in the room. Yeah, I guess He's that. present. He's at Universal Pictures or whatever the fucking, you know. He's around. Oh, fucking nice. I mean, Thor is part of the Avengers, famously, so... Anyway, so at that point, I'm thinking I'm, I'm probably going to have to knock this bloke out because me and Rita are clearly in love. Yeah. And uh, I could sense that Ryan's going, oh, shit, what, how am I going to explain this? La, la, la. So I'll, I've also got my young puppy dog at this time to look after. So I sort of leave Rita wanting more, obviously. Yeah. Treat her mean, keep her keen. And that's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. But anyway, I feel like we got two in the weeds with the Rita Ora thing, mate. But uh, I think it was a good touchstone. Dude, I loved it. Yeah, yeah it was great. <laughs> okay, can I tell you how it ends? Oh, yeah, go. Okay. I thought it was over. No, I mean, well, I mean, the physical connection was, that's when it ended at that point, yes. But then um, something that I'll, I'll probably have this carved onto my gravestone. I asked Ryan about the, the encounter weeks later. And he said, uh, Rita Ora came up to him afterwards and goes, who was that guy? Ready? 
And then she goes, and I'm in my red Speedos. I've just run the entirety of Bondi Beach. That's what she's seen. I've dived into the water. You know what I mean? I've got a Kelpie with me. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot for young Rita Ora to digest. She's just come over from the UK and then, you know, she's at one of Australia's greatest beaches. She's seen this absolute Adonis run fucking arguably 800 meters pretty quickly. Looks like a fucking Qantas out out there, (laughs) dude. Yeah, exactly, dude. This is fucking Crocodile Dundee. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. You know? And she goes, who was that guy? Dot, dot, dot. He's so Aussie. Is that what she said? Yeah. He's so Aussie. Yeah, that's what I she mean, said. I mean, you literally have a Kelpie swimming after you. <laughs> at Bondi Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, fuck it up. Now, I've taken that to interpretation. I think it shows her reciprocation of, of love towards me. But I don't want to push it, you know? It wasn't a classic, oh my God, he's so hot. That's sort of, that's I, you can take that, you can leave that. But he's so Aussie. There's a story behind that. She's sort of thought about us going to Uluru together. You know, that's kind of how it goes down, I think. Yeah. I'm Also, saying he's so Aussie from an Australian person is like, yeah, cool. It's almost- I a, guess. It's almost disrespectful from an Aussie person, I would say. No, I like it. People sometimes say to me after comedy, like, oh, you're so you're so Aussie up there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I disregard that. And, and I like that. Yeah. But I will say coming from a pommy, mm. she's basically said- I'm into it, I reckon. Because you've got to keep in mind, pommies and these and these sepo birds, they love it. They love Australians. Love them. The, the word Australian is inherently complimentary coming from them, I would argue. I would agree with you, Billy. And I might even raise the stakes and say something along the lines of, it's uh, not only complimentary, it's sought after. They're looking for an Aussie guy. <laughs> I mean, why do you think they're here, dude? Dude, you think- some, some people might say it's because she's getting paid almost a million dollars worth of money, no way, Australian dude. currency to be on a TV show. But I would say it's to see a couple of young strapping Aussie No, dogs. dude, Rita Ora, she was on the beach trying to lock down a local. <laughs> she's trying to get out of that second year of farm work. That's what she's doing. We gave you the work visa for the first year, babe. But everyone knows if you want to come back for another season, it's going to be two months picking pineapples. Yeah, it's either strawberries or marry me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't forget, I like them fucking ripe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. So that's my Rita Aura story. Also, we're 40 minutes in. We really got off track with that. Dude, this is why I'm the best podcast guest, you know? Okay. We just sort of take a little string and then what do we do? We make a jumper with it, don't we? And and why do we need a jumper right now, Bill? It's winter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a bloke like just... Like when you get confident, it's yeah. just like... Stop. <laughs> Shut up. What do you mean? Dude? You just get so carried away. We started this podcast with you talking about how confident you got to the point where you got headbutted by fucking one of the peaky blinders. Yeah. And I admitted that was a mistake on my part. Exactly. My confidence leads to extremely beautiful compliments from extremely beautiful pop stars. So don't tell me to stop, my friend. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, considering we've got to cut out that... Uh, that bit from before, we're probably on about 30 minutes, really. Okay. Um, but also, I'm sort of on the clock here, so we'll just sort of crank along. But Pat, I will say this, mate. You are quite a dynamic young man. I'm dynamic young man, that's for sure. 29. What? I'm getting up there, dude. How old are you now? 27. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, brother. That's all I'll say. I'm, I'm absolutely in my prime. <laughs> Alexander Volkanovsky and Billy Darcy. Mm. Different fields. I would argue we are equally in our prime. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw Alexander Volkanovsky fight, I just thought, fuck, that reminds me of Billy Darcy. On stage. On stage. Oh, At the Clavelli Hotel, Tuesdays. Just ripping and tearing. Ripping and the tearing, dude. So, anyway, I wanted to ask you about this Mm -hmm. because it does pain me to say this, but you're actually quite a talented artist. Thank you. Add it to the list. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But so, Pat, Pat, you're one of these guys. Like, I always say Pat could trip over and pick up 50 bucks. Like, that's kind of your vibe. But so, Pat started doing these (laughs) art exhibitions and I went to one and I was so pissed off. I was like, fuck, it's actually good. This is just disastrous, you know? This is so funny that you say that, though, because you're talking about the art exhibition I had in January, right? I think. I went, well, I checked out the, I didn't go to the first one, but I checked it out the next day. Yep. And then I went to the second one. Oh, that's right. You came to the, the, the Newtown art exhibition. Yes. Yeah, right. But dude, so you're doing this art and yep. it's actually pretty fucking sick. Thank you. So what's, what's going on this? Because you kind of do like abstract stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of thinking like, dude, is this guy just taking a bit of acid and letting the paintbrush lead the way or what's going on? You've got to let the art lead the way. That's the, that's the thing. Dude, you, you have made this analogy before saying that I do abstract art that has like kind of no structure to it. Very similar to most abstract pieces, I would say. But in my artistic field, that's exactly how I do comedy. Do you know what I mean? There is no form necessarily so you're saying you're riffing on the canvas i'm riffing on the canvas it's so funny as soon you as you bring the, up you asking the canvas what they do for a living <laughs> <laughs> if you strip back the paint like a couple of layers there's just questions underneath oh 100 you know it's just like oh yeah where are you from mate yeah you know? <laughs> how long have you guys been together Taylor. it cost me seven bucks to get, you know what i mean like yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, shit. yeah. how long you guys been together i've been doing two, two paintings together like that um look it's just it's good to have another feather like that in your in your cat you know and uh but it's not my i've been doing it forever i had my first art exhibition in 2016 i did art before i did comedy also i think i went to that one no you didn't because it was in sweden i did not go to that one (laughs) i went to the one in manly yeah you went to that was like 2018 that was 2018 i was i was famously having a couple of group shows up on the northern beaches one of which brian brown and sam neill attended really yeah that's cool yeah um and and the Lime Cordial boys were actually in one of the art exhibitions as well. Okay, because they're 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 quite good at doing a little. Uh, I think it's called a lithograph. What is a lithograph? So you get like a piece of um, leather or or something like that, and then you carve out an image in it, and then you roll roll it in ink, and then you put that onto a piece of paper. Oh, I think we did that in like year nine. Oh, it's 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 a it's a VA special. It's a visual arts special. Oh, visual arts. Yeah, See, yeah. I'm, I'm not up with the lingo. See, you know I, know, I got the terminology, you know? You've got the terminology down. So, it's a VA special. And uh, so, yeah, I was doing all of that kind of stuff. It, But it's just funny because my mate, Chris Grundy, who's a, like a fantastic... That's another little name drop as well. And I would say that I love that's, Chris Grundy. You, you know Chris Grundy? The I know curly Chris head Grundy. bandit. Yeah, yeah. He's good on the ones and twos on the camera. And, uh, and he goes to me, mate... Um, this is just before the, the January art exhibition. He goes, you have to start an Instagram specifically for your art. And I go, oh, really? I just, think, you know, I got my comedy one. I, I'll just throw it on there. No big deal. And he goes, no, people get confused. You can't do that. And I thought that's the dumbest thing ever. People aren't that stupid. Billy, it turns out actually they are. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. So as soon as I started that Pat Doherty art Instagram account, um, 
everyone starts going, what the hell? You, you do art? This is crazy. We've never seen this from you before. La, 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 you know? Yeah. So there we go. Um, but it's been good, dude. You know, I've got an art exhibition coming up on the 21st of July, this month, 21st of July. July. Um, and uh, at M2 Gallery in Surrey Hills, everybody listening, come along. Uh, and it's just another like extension of being creative. I think art exhibitions are low key, like a thing people wouldn't think are fun, but they're fun. Like they're free. Mm. You get there's usually beers. Yeah. And you just walk around and check out the art and mingle with chicks with fringes. Dude, it's, it's fucking of, awesome. It's it's the Billy Darcy playground. I love I it. saw you in your element in that Newtown show. Oh my god, I was mingling there like you wouldn't believe. There was girls in I looked over at Billy Darcy and I go, Holy shit, what's happening here? There's just women in sundresses and Doc Martens with fringes on their goddamn foreheads. And Billy's his eyes are rolling into the back of his head. He was freaking out. <laughs> he, he at one point he claimed to be me. Oh, <laughs> he goes, "What do you reckon about my painting skills?" They were they were loving it. They were loving it. And then I had to come over. I was wearing a beret, full grey suit. You know, just a real stamp of an artist. Doing it well. Doing it well. Yeah, mate. But I want to ask you this because when you do comedy, right? Let's say I do a joke, and there's complete silence in the room. Yeah. I now know that joke is not good. Yeah, and I've seen that happen. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. Okay. Hang on, before you continue, how funny is it when, 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 when you do comedy and one of your jokes like bombs and then all of a sudden people are like, do that joke again. You're like comedians will be like, make sure you do that joke. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes like, are you saying like a good joke bombs no, or no no like a like if you're coming up with a new joke and you'll say something so famously I tried to do some material about Harry Garside oh that was awful yeah, well you okay. hadn't even thought it out well I thought here we go let let Patty D just take take this idea off on stage so, I'm a regular fucking Dave Chappelle I'll give some context for the listener on this one we're at this gig and Pat uh, we just watched Harry Garside box the night before he's quite an accomplished boxer. Hmm. And Pat goes, I'm just going to do some gear about Harry Garside. And I go, oh, okay, cool. What's it about? And he's like, I'm just going to riff it out. <laughs> so and Pat then I, get up, up I get up on stage and I go, so who here knows uh, Harry Garside? And nobody knew Harry Garside. <laughs> and then also, you had no jokes. <laughs> and I had no jokes. So you him. were fully relied on the fact that everyone <laughs> in the crowd would be a ravenous Harry Garside fan. <laughs> this almost basically amateur lightweight boxer. <laughs> He's like just turned pro. <laughs> just turned pro. I think he's two and zero as a pro. <laughs> His last fucking fight was like in a in a room that Billy did. Yeah, like <laughs> me and I mean? Harry Garside play the same venues. <laughs> <laughs> and there I am expecting seventy five people of the suburb of Clavelli to know who Harry Garside is, dude. But it is funny you say that because I used to have a famous bit um, on the open mic scene when I first started, the sun bit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, And everyone would get me to do the sun bit because it was so bad. And I, do you remember it? I can't really remember it. It was about something like the sun in like winter is like just phoning it in, you know, like, mate, you're up for like half the amount of time. The heat's half as much and we're paying you the same. Like it was, so it was something same. like that. It was about like the sun slacking off. <laughs> It's like off in winter. And dude, but the thing that made it so funny a was- A seasonal bit, you know? Dude, you know, I'm famous for my seasonal gear. Everyone yeah. knows the best time to see me is spring. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You're a spring-based comedian. Yeah, 100%. And so, but it, the thing that made that so funny was uh, later, 
when people, all the comedians would be like, do the sun bit, do the sun bit. That was fun because like I would do it to the crowd and all the comedians would be laughing and the crowd would just be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But the thing that made that so fun was that when I first did the sun bit, like I thought it could be good. Like I was that dumb. Oh, I saw it. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The I funniest saw the thing was like the first couple of times when I'm up there, earnestly performing this horrific and also it's not edgy it's not like oh they couldn't handle it it wasn't an abortion joke it was just a bit about like i had personified the sun (laughs) and i was implying that the sun was slacking in winter (laughs) it was so it was so not funny or interesting or really anything yeah it was sort of everyone's going like we yeah we understand we know what you're trying to get at but you're just not grasping it fully or something it just wasn't good but it's so funny to see someone try their best at something that from the outside is so obviously terrible yeah so that's what i'm saying so when i got ridiculed by the other comedians i was like oh this must suck yeah but with your artwork Mm -hmm. you put all these squiggles on a page yeah and i don't want to sort of demean your artwork it is very good um but do you get nervous before an exhibition because you're like is this any good? Like when someone comes up to you, is there certain pieces you're more nervous about than others? When, so, when someone says, hey, I really like this one. Are you like, oh, fuck, thank God it's good. Or do you know? I think I know. You know, what I, I, I mean, by the, when I've finished doing the, the artwork at home, I go, yeah, this is sick. As soon as I put it into a frame, I go, yeah, that's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then- setting up the art gallery, the art exhibition, all that kind of stuff is so chill comparatively to stand-up comedy in terms of like going to a gig or whatever. And then there is about a, f- a 15-minute period of time that in my whole art experience is actually nerve-wracking. And that's from like when the opening begins to 15 minutes into the opening. Now, it's not about people perceiving my artworks in different ways or anything like that. It's just if people will attend... Yeah. The art exhibition. Well, that's the good thing about yeah. stand-up is you know how many people are going to come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You already know that there's going to be 50 people there. And that's why I've started doing the ticketing for the art exhibitions. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, 100 people are going to turn up here. Yeah. You know, it's going to be chill. But the yeah, the creating... It, it's, visual arts is a thousand times more calm and relaxing than doing stand-up comedy. Because I was, I was about to say, do people ever criticize your artwork? No. Never. Or like ever on Instagram or to your face? No, dude, my my experience of doing stand-up comedy comparatively to art is just wild. Like today I got a, an Instagram message um, on my art Instagram from a uh, from an art ex- from an art gallery over in Europe. Oh, really? Yeah. Th- this is the bloke. He's just written back anyway. And he's from... Uh, he's from... Um, the Van Gogh Art Gallery in Madrid. Right. Right? And he's and he's asked me to, if they're interested in doing a collaboration, right? Whoa. Now, I've only just started that Instagram account, but I've had my comedy one for ages. Yep. My comedy one, the inbox is, number one, it's a lot of snakes. A lot of snakes. A lot yep. of snakes, I which apologize. I love to see. I've actually come to love that. Yep. Then there's a lot of like, you fucking idiot, or like um, people trying to be funny but also being rude at the same time. Yep. The, in, the art Instagram is like, I love your stuff. What, this so is the best. what is that? I don't know. I've had people like family friends come up to me and been like, 
oh, I've been watching your comedy. I liked some of it, but other other videos of yours, I really didn't like at all. And these, these are family. Fr- these are people I like are in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. think that's so like. And I remember this one. This one woman was like, "Oh, I liked it, but then uh, a couple of videos were really sexist, and I didn't like them at all." Oh my god! And dude. I just bumped into her at the shops, and I was like, "How did? You, what did you say?" I just said, "Oh, okay." And what did she say? She was like, oh, "Yeah, well, a bit of feedback for you." Was she and, serious? Yeah. And she was genuinely upset at you. I think people just think if you say the word "babe," it's like inherently a hate crime. But, <laughs> but I'm saying like. <laughs> But that's someone who I like. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like her and she likes me. Yeah, and she's, she's been in your family, huh? Yeah, and she's still throwing that down the pipeline. Oh, totally. Whereas uh, when I was at your exhibition, everyone is just frothing. Oh, everyone yeah. you speak to, they're like, I'm blown away. Of course, dude. And this is the other thing. You, you do a stand-up gig and you crush, right? People will still come up to you afterwards and pretend like you didn't do as well as you did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's Dude. Comedy is just so disrespected. Have I told you the story from Newcastle recently? Oh, you were there. You were there. And Luke, What's the story? And Luke, um, Luke Dillon summed it up perfectly. So I opened up the, the showcase show on the Saturday, right? Did a great job. And the bloke came up to me with a huge scar on his head. That's right. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. And he goes, um, uh, does my shirt look green to you? Does my And I was like, I don't know, dude. Come into the foyer. You know, let me have a look. And he's wearing a fucking goddamn tuxedo t-shirt. And I go, what the hell? And he goes, does my shirt look green to you? Because you look like you want to go, you know? Whoa. And, we both, and, he, and then he starts laughing and I start laughing awkwardly. Anyway, the long and short of it is that this bloke, the scar on his head came from a huge head injury that he sustained. Dude, because what happened was I walked out into the foyer yeah. as well. Because I was like, dude, I th- like, is Pat about to get the shit beaten out of him or he something? He intimidating or- as fuck, this he guy. He looks scary, dude. Yeah, and, and then I popped my head out and you guys were just chatting. And I gave you a look like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. But but you would have also seen this happen a million times to a million different comedians because comedy just brings out the weirdest cunts. Oh, yeah. You know? Anyway, so this guy starts chatting. He's had a huge brain injury. He tells me that he fucking died on the operating table at one point. He fell off a 14-meter scaffolding thing and la, la, la. Whoa. And I've just heard, I'm, I'm literally three minutes off stage. After also, you're hosting the gig. I know. I have to be You're present. still working. I'm still working, right? Anyway, then he tells me that when he... Um, started to learn how to speak again, he found it easier to learn how to speak again <laughs> by learning jokes. Like the rhythm of the joke helped him write, remember uh, how to say words, right? And so, he was a sweet guy. He was should, a sweet, yeah. yeah he should say he did a have sweet, brain damage. He it was just damage. a weird situation. Really weird situation. Nice guy though. And then he, um, so he starts telling me jokes and he keeps going, you can use that one. You can use that one. Anyway, I in between acts, I sit down next to Luke Dillon great Newcastle comic and he goes that's how disrespected stand-up comedians are you can host uh, a show or you can perform do really really well and somebody with literal brain damage can come up to you afterwards (laughs) and go my jokes are better than yours why don't you use them (laughs) and his jokes sucked his jokes sucked dude you know oh my god it's the weirdest thing so you do that in comedy that was something I noticed when I was at your exhibition was like the reverence Oh, the reverence. And also, if someone was to walk up to you in that exhibition space and be like, hey, I really think your art is shit. Yeah. That would be like, people would be punching on. Oh, totally. Like, that would be so rude and not on. Yeah, exactly. But like three nights a week, people will be like, yeah, I don't like your comedy at all. It's incessant. And also, I'm like, like uh, my reaction is, oh, well, mate, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Like, I'm not even... 
I'm just like, yeah, this is just the reality of of this particular art form. Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, the funniest thing is, is you get blokes who are like, literally would cry and shit themselves if they had to do a fucking 10 minute... <laughs> 10 minute speech to like 11 people. Guys are literally having a panic attack before doing a uni presentation. 100%. To seven Asian blokes who are asleep. And then they have the and then I'll do 50 fucking 5 minutes on the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'll come up to me and be like I didn't like that bit in the middle. Yeah, that bit and about it's, koalas. It's like really- it's like a 30 second tag and it's like I'm like, "Oh, okay. Did you enjoy the rest of the show?" They're like, "Yeah, I loved it. I didn't like that bit though." And it's like, oh, "This is crazy it's dude. insane it's insane the focus on the on the on the art in visual art comparatively to comedy is just fucking baffling to me I, and it does both my point is they're both under the subsection of art yeah totally but it's just you would dude, if you if you went into an art gallery of somebody that's on my level not like at the national gallery or anything like that but if you just went into a local gallery and you started going with with the artist in the room, and you started going fuck that, that's shit. Yeah, that's, people would go, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. People, but people when they go to a local comedy show, they like when a heckler's there. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. That's so true. It, you're like this heckler is walking around my art gallery right now, calling my art shit. Yes, you know what I mean. And everyone is like kind of okay with it. Yeah, that's so funny. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> dude, I had this lady, because I'm doing these Matilda's jokes, and they're like, I guess edgy, but not really. Mm. Like, people just like, I swear, like, people just look at me and assume I'm misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I go to, I go, I've, Always been, have. I've been watching the Matilda's recently. It was at Quarrymen's Comedy Club in Piermont. And this 42-year-old lady in the crowd goes, just be very fucking careful with what you're about to say. And I go, I'm thinking, I go, babe, well, I called her babe. I probably shouldn't have done that. But uh, I go, babe, if you think, if you're so sure I'm misogynistic, why don't you let me be that first? Yeah, yeah. If you're so sure that's what's going to happen. And then I did the joke and I was like, issues? And she's like, rr, rr, rr. I guess it's fine. Rr, rr, rr. And it's like, imagine if before you, you're like about to put paint to the canvas, I come up to you and go, hey, Pat. Be very fucking careful with what you're about to paint there, mate. And and you go, what? And I go, you better not paint something that offends me. And then you go, but I haven't painted anything yet. Yeah, and then there's just canvases full of daisies. Like, yeah. like what do you expect? Dude, I None don't even know. None of this has been, you know, detrimental. Yeah. But That's I tell you what, what dude, that yeah. was fucking fun as shit. Thanks for coming on. That was great, um, dude. I got, as always. Yeah. That might have been our best. I think so, yeah. That How was many really have we fun. done now? Three? I think three, yeah. The first one was like episode seven. Yeah. That was probably terrible. See, no, that's that's probably how you got a lot of the listeners from that kind of thing. It was the launching pad. There's it was no the doubt. launching pad. But um, anyway, thank you so much, mate. Pat Doherty Art on Instagram for pa- your art stuff. Yeah, Pat Doherty Art on Instagram. Now you have more Instagram followers than me, so shout out my regular Instagram as well. And Pat Doherty, just normal. Yeah, there we go. Sick. Let's get me to 7,000 so I can still hold something over Billy's head. Yep. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so no, thanks Pat, for having Pat's me, got an exhibition on the 21st. I think this will come out on the 21st. So if you live in Sydney tonight at where is it? Uh, M2 Gallery in Surrey Hills. And it's free? And it's free. And uh, Hawks Lager is sponsoring it. Fellow sponsoring it. You're going to get pissed for free. Yeah. You get literally free beers, free entry, Walk around, check out some sick art. I mean, what more do you want? It's pretty good. How good? 
Thanks so much, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now, I'm way too